podcast, The Story Reader, where I read a chapter from my bookshelf, and I read, and I post a new episode each Monday. I love reading, so I want to spread my love of reading to kids. So, here, we left off at Natalie the Christmas Stocking Fairy. Christmas workshop. And remember, they just saw a goblin. The Christmas workshop. The goblin squawked in alarm. He flung open the back door and rushed into the snow. Woof, said Buttons, racing after him. Come on, Kirsty shouted. The girls followed Buttons out the back door, just in time to see his tail disappearing around the side of the cottage. When they reached the front yard, they found Buttons standing by the gate, barking loudly. Look, Kirsty, said Rachel. Goblin footprints. A trail of long-toed footprints led out of the yard into the bushes across the street. I wonder if a, I wonder what a goblin is doing here the day before Christmas, said Kirsty. I'm sure he's up to no good, said Rachel. Maybe Jack Frost sent him. What should we do? I think we have to go to Fairyland right now said Kirsty in a determined voice. Jack Frost and his goblins have tried to ruin Christmas before. If they're planning something again, we should tell the Christmas fairies about it. Rachel nodded in agreement. And then the girls ran back into the cottage. Button was barking at their heels. He knew that something was wrong. Buttons. It's all right. Go lie down. As Buttons flopped down on his bed, Rachel and Kirsty hurried upstairs to their little room that they were sharing. They closed the doors and then opened their lockets. Their lockets, their lockets were presents from the Queen of Fairyland and were filled with fairy dust. This will take us straight to Fairyland, said Kirsty. Then we have to find the Christmas fairies as quickly as we can. 
I'm sure Jack Frost was up, is up to something. They took each a pinch of fairy dust and sprinkled it over their heads. Instantly, the sparkles whirled around them, sweeping off their feet, sweeping them off their feet. They felt like they were shrinking inside a cloud of fairy dust. They felt themselves shrinking inside the cloud of fairy dust. We're on our way to Fairyland! Kirsty cried in excitement. Soon the girls were flying above one of the magical fairyland forests as they landed among the snowtop fir trees. They saw Crystal, the snow fairy, flying toward them. Hello, she exclaimed with a beaming smile. It's wonderful to see you again. What brings you to Fairyland? Rachel quickly tried to explain. We saw a goblin sneaking around our cottage, she said. We think that Jack Frost might be up to something and be trying to ruin Christmas again. We need to warn all the Christmas fairies, Kirsty added breathlessly. This is serious, said Crystal, looking worried. I'll take you to them. She led the way through the forest until they reached a clearing where a little wooden door set into a grassy bank. And it was standing open as if open if it has been waiting for them. This is the Christmas workshop. You'll find Christmas fairies inside. Good luck. Thank you, said Rachel and Kirsty together. Crystal fluttered away and the girls stepped through the door. The slow workshop was slow workshop was ceiling slow workshop ceiling was twinkling with lights that looked like stars and the smell of berries and spice filled the air fire was crackling in the hearth and a smug armchair was placed close to the fireplace. Above the mantel was a large mirror. of holly. Several stockings were hanging and a beautiful Christmas tree stood in the corner dotted with tiny flickering 
with tiny flickering candles, colorful balloons hung above everything. This is beautiful, Kirsty whispered, gazing around. Kirsty, Rachel, exclaimed a tinkling voice behind them. Oh, thank goodness you're here. It's Cheryl, the Christmas fairy, the Christmas tree fairy. Rachel happily. Cheryl slanted toward them, holding out her hand. Be- behind the- her, they could see Holly the Christmas Fairy, Stella the Star Fairy, Paige the Christmas Play Fairy, and Paige the Christmas Play Fairy. They were standing around a st- small table behind a tearful fairy. She had long blonde hair and she was wearing a shimmering golden dress with orange too underneath. gleamed in the candlelight. Is something wrong? Kirsty asked, hugging Cheryl. Cheryl looked at the pretty fairy. Cheryl looked across the fairy, the pretty fairy. The table was colored covered with torn paper chains, badly wrapped presents, and no one looked very happy. Let me introduce you, she said, leaning over to the long table. This is Natalie, the Christmas stocking fairy. Natalie smiled through her tears. It's wonderful to meet you, she said. I've heard so much about you. I've heard so much about you, she said, putting her arm around the little, Rachel put her arm around the little fairy's shoulders. What's wrong? She asked. This is where I prepare for Christmas, Natalie said. It usually a really happy time. We sing carols, wrap gifts, and make decorations, but this year is different. The decorations keep breaking. The paper wrapping tears, and we even lost our box of ribbons. Everything has been going wrong. Can we do anything to help? Natalie picked up a box from the table. It was white with a gold clasp and green holly wreath carved into the top. This is the box where I keep my three magic items, she said. 
Every year, I open it just before Christmas. My magic makes sure all the holiday preparations go well. She opened the box and started to play Jingle Bells. As it tinkled around the workshop, Rachel peered peered into the box. It's empty, said Rachel, Christie in in surprise. Yes, Natalie replied. When I opened this box, the box to this morning, my magic items were gone. She waved her wand at, toward the mirror above the mantelpiece. Silver snowflakes flew from her wand and scattered over the glassy surface of the mirror. When then faded, the mirror showed Jack Frost standing in the middle of the workshop. He was carrying a large sack on his back. Rachel cried out in alarm and turned around looking for him. Natalie shook her head. This is a magic mirror, she said. It's showing us what happened here last night. Jack Frost broke in when we were all asleep. The girls watched in horror as Jack Frost tiptoed around the workshop. When he saw Natalie's little white box, he a horrible grin spread all over his face. He lowered the sack to the floor, rubbing his bony fingers hands together. Ha, <sighs> he whispered, what do we have here? He opened the box, and the sound of tinkling jingle bells filled the air. Jack Frost looked inside, and then shook the contents of the box in his sack. He threw the box back onto the table. This will stop the fun once and for once and for all he muttered. I never had a visit from Santa, so why should anyone else have one? He scurried out of the workshop, and the picture faded. Christy and Rachel exchanged a worried glance. We thought he must be up to something. 
said Kirsty. We saw a goblin this morning. She quickly described seeing the goblin at the holiday cottage. The other fairies looked alarmed. Jack Frost had a, have could have hidden Natalie's magic items anywhere, said Paige. Christmas Play Fairy. Where could they be, and how are we going to find them before Christmas Day? Okay, that's the end of the chapter. Um, thank you for listening to my episode today. We will read the next episode, read the next chapter next Monday. Bye-bye!